We are better than you, and we know it. Because we are the one and only Shoot Brothers, the Shoot Brothers podcast, the only wrestling podcast in the world, hosted by yourself, myself, Mike, well, Shoot Brother Freeman, uh, and Cameron Thunderstorm Bird Osborne. <laughs> that's me, that's me, that's me. Yes, uh, that's the intro. This is the show. Nothing too crazy. No horror shows going on this week. No SummerSlam yet. Too early for that. Um, no midweek specials either. It's just regular. Regular everything. It's good Reg- to be regular. It's, it's good to have to, to be regular. There, you just said it right there. <laughs> um, I know I have my spoonful of Metamucil before I go to bed. It, it, it keeps things regular. And this show is going to be no different because we have no pay-per-view. We have no random middle of the week thing that used to be a pay-per-view but now isn't but now is just a normal thing <laughs> uh we are in the smooth sailing to SummerSlam and smooth all out, sailing. and all out and a takeover and all, but this is uh, the glorious period where no match is set yet like no ma- like no real matches are on the card we have so much time to build excitement yeah we're building there's rumors you know there's feuds that have been going on that haven't concluded and and, yeah. fe- and feuds that are going on that have concluded. It's yeah. the beautiful time <laughs> where we can just talk about the one thing that the show really does, which is talk about professional wrestling. So, Mike, let's kick off our week. But before we kick off our week, uh, it's time to crown a new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. A new champion. A new champion because as I review... Uh, the tweet of the week right now. I don't believe this person has uh, ever won before. So there you have it. It is something we have to talk about, Mike, because uh, the shooties is the uh, the pinnacle of professional <laughs> wrestling awards. It is the Oscars of professional wrestling. It is the Emmys. It is the Golden or the Grammys. And the, sh- <laughs> yeah. the, sho- the shooties are no different. Out of the wide array of categories, which uh, uh, are up for. Uh, you know, are up for, up for the win, up for anything. Of course, we do need to talk about an early shoot of the year candidate, um, Adam Cole. Of course, we've seen <laughs> uh, the footage, which has made its way internet wide now. Viral, it's viral. viral. Uh, that's is that what it's called? Is that what it's called? I think it's not so. called internet wide. Um, <laughs> yes, of course, you're right. The viral sensation, which is Adam Cole heading on the uh, the Pat McAfee show, and um, things got heated. Things got heated. What can you say? I mean, you know, what's the one thing that's all you know that's been holding Adam Cole back in the eyes of in the eyes of you know those those who care? He's under six uh. feet tall. <laughs> this man is under six feet tall, and that's never going to quite sit right with Adam Cole because, of course, he stormed out of Pat McAfee's interview uh, the other day, which was a lot of fun, of course. It has everyone uh, ablaze on both sides. Um, the The Adam Cole fans are giving it thumbs up. This is great. The, the Pat <laughs> McAfee fans are saying, who is this douchebag yelling at the host of the show that I love so much? And I kid you not, you should find these YouTube comments, these Instagram comments, these tweets. You can find all sorts of shit of people buying into what's happening. But, of course, uh, 
Um, Adam Cole, the better man, although he is under six feet tall, he did take the opportunity to apologize to Pat McAfee. I just thought you should know. He said, I've had the weekend to think about everything, and it's still hard for me to put into words where to begin. First of all, to anyone that I offended, I apologize. I apologize because I represent a brand that commands respect. Not just because of what we do in the ring, but how we handle ourselves outside the ring. Even though he continued to push my buttons, I still should have kept my composure and acted like a professional. I'm embarrassed by my reaction, and I will sure, and I'll make sure something like this never happens again. Thanks for the continued support, <laughs> Adam Cole. Because you know what wow. this is? This is this is the response you give when something bad happens to you on social media, is it not? Well, I think he's doing a good job selling it. Is what he's doing. This is, uh, you know, of course, uh, this is, you know, anytime, anytime somebody wants to give that uh, that social media apology, they always do the, like, like it's a note that they just screenshot on their phone, and then yeah, they they, they send that out. You know, characters. of course, because they can't just simply put <laughs> in two hundred. 80 characters, all the emotions that they are, that they are truly feeling. And Adam Cole is no different. Uh, the man apologizes, you know. Uh, it's, you know, as a, as a, as a shorter man, uh, oftentimes people will pick on you for your size um, all throughout your life, right? And I can say that I've, I, you know, if it, it eventually you'd probably get to a point where it hits a little close to home. You know, Adam Cole did take the time out of his day to come visit, uh, to come visit Pat McAfee and be on his show and then to be put down like that. It must be tough. It must be tough. So I, w I would like to thank Adam Cole for being the bigger man uh, and not playing into this antagonist's plan. So where's your shoot meter on this one? Uh, <laughs> we're shooting. You're shooting. I'm all the way at the bottom here. I'm working this one. This is a work for me. We're on different ends of this meter. We'll, cer uh, we'll, we'll certainly have to commend the man for his response. That's what I, no, of course. I think this tweet just puts over Adam Cole more as a performer. He's he's all in. McAfee's all in. Triple H is all in. He tweeted out some video about it as well. I don't know. The big, uh, the big secret meeting of the minds. They're all in. Road Dog, yeah. he's in. I think this is the Lacey Evans and the cop. This is Jerry Lawler, Andy Kaufman. This is what I think it is. Oh, th this is our this is this year's Lacey Evans, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, that I that was huge. That was a huge that moment. Was huge. That, that was, was huge. huge just like news for like, our C country, like for our CTV nation. Like CTV was talking about it. That was that yeah. was uh that was surprisingly <laughs> big. Yeah, you're right. Uh but yeah, that's what I that's what I feel about it. It's great to see Adam Cole um, getting some getting a, getting some gold on him. Getting the title, yeah. exactly, exactly. He's been titleless for too long now, uh, so it's nice to see. It's nice to see him start a new reign. Titleless for what, like a week? <laughs> that's, that's too long. That's, too, <laughs> that's too long, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. I don't know how long. Uh, it seems too long. Well, here he is, baby. Mm. I guess he doesn't tweet a whole lot. No, not really. Or not not on our radar. No, not really. But there you have it. A new champ is crowned. Will it be the only one this week? Let's find out. Let's find out, Mike. Uh, why don't you take us over to SmackDown? Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It uh, used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. They used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. SmackDown, the blue brand. Let's start with the blue-haired boss, Sasha Banks, coming out with Bailey. And yeah, they're still bragging about having all the gold, even though that Raw title we don't know yet. Uh, so, anyways, 
Bliss Cross come out, call them out, and uh, yeah, they say, or ba- Nikki Cross wants a rematch against Bailey, and she says, all right, you want it? You got to beat Alexa Bliss. Winner faces me for the title. And at first, Alexa's like, no way. But Nikki shoves her, shoves her to the ground, her friend, and then storms to the ring. So that's rare. I don't think we've ever seen that from Nikki. The uh, the the fury of wanting to win, you know. She's the, never wronged Alexa, I don't think. No, you know, and uh, hopefully she can. Uh, I think we go right into that match, don't we? Yeah, they go at it, man. They weren't holding back. They're having a good match. Title on the line. Sasha and Bailey on commentary, just having a laugh. They were doing <laughs> one. I think Bailey did a good Vince impression at one point. Yeah, they were doing okay. <laughs> I think. Uh, uh. I think. Uh, I don't know. I think there were other times. There have been other times because now that Bailey and Sasha are all people will ever talk about, they've been on commentary yeah. a lot the last. Month they've been and on every two months. A lot. And uh, yeah, I think it's hitting the point for me where now they've been <laughs> on so much. Now they're just Corey Graves, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm probably going to keep this at a low volume. Yeah. You know? Well, the match in the ring was pretty good. Uh, Bliss uh, hits like a Sunset Bomb Destroyer, almost like a Panama Sunrise. Almost something, yeah. Panama Sunset, we'll call it that. <laughs> sure. Uh, but then Nikki kicks out uh, later on, or yeah, Bliss, I think, just goes for her ribs. I don't know. Bliss... <laughs> I, I'm lost in everything. You're, you're lost in the match? action, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Who wins? Oh, <laughs> Who wins? wins right? Nikki Cross rolls <laughs> up Alexa Bliss for the win yeah. uh, to earn herself another shot at Bailey's title belt. There we go. And uh, afterwards, there's no hard feelings. Alexa brings her a water bottle. It's like, yeah, you got me this week, but you got your opportunity, so I'm happy for you. You know, maybe, maybe their roles were, will reverse a little bit, right? Uh, where before uh, Nikki Cross was the second fiddle to Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Bringing her her coffee and all this kind of stuff. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe they're switching roles. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe it's just another another shot for Nikki next week. Well, mm-hmm. um, then I think we have a Firefly Funhouse. Bray's all happy, saying Strowman's come back home. And then he just starts talking to his beheaded lantern. And uh, he said, you had your chance, but now the Fiend's coming back. So I guess... We'll see him again soon. Right, because we haven't seen Braun since the horror show, right? I think we're... Yeah, he got pulled under. And and then this is our second SmackDown since then? Uh, Possibly? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But yeah, Either way, we didn't see him. But he gone. He gone. He gone. He's done. So that title, where's the title? (laughs) But uh, Matt Riddle fights Tony Nese. And uh, yeah, just a nice easy win for Riddle. Bro Derek. And then afterwards, he calls out King Corbin and... King Corbin, they just trade insults on the mic. So they'll fight eventually. I feel bad for Baron Corbin, but in a way, in a different way that I feel bad bad for Dolph Ziggler. Like, I feel bad for Dolph Ziggler because he's never going to win. And because he's really good. And But I feel bad for Baron Corbin <laughs> because he's a great heel, but he's never going to win. But I, I don't know, it's like, it's like, it's the same reason, but totally different. Like, Dolph, yeah. I know, is never going to win, but he's been here for a long time. Baron, I'm like, you're never going to win, and you're just getting started. Yeah, I don't, uh, I love, I like Dolph a lot more, so I don't feel as bad for Baron. Yeah, it's just, especially, yeah. I, just, I like Baron. I, I feel so bad. I don't know, I just feel bad for the guy. I'm like, fuck, man, you know. He's, He'll have his day. He's He'll a perfor- He's a performance-centered guy. He's a former Money in the Bank winner. He's gone over however many kind of gimmick and ring gear changes and he's always at, in the top of the program losing. <laughs> I don't know. 
He'll get his day. Remember like when Drew he McIntyre. remember when he lost to Roman for like eight months straight? Yeah. And he kept yeah. having to lose to Roman for eight months. <laughs> and now we haven't heard a word about Roman. I, in I eight feel months. bad for the guy. Oh my god. Yeah, Roman. I want Roman back. Yeah. Okay. I'd, uh, yeah. Roman would be fun right now, but yeah. uh, Miz and Morrison come out. Miz TV, same old thing. They've been doing a little bit too much Miz TV lately. Um, yeah, <laughs> whatever it's called. Yeah, Miz TV. I think they bring out Naomi. They're talking about hashtag Naomi deserves no, better. No, they call it something else. They call it, it's like the dirt. Oh yeah, the dirt sheet because it's dirt sheet. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So they bring out Naomi. Hashtag Naomi deserves better was trending after she got. Squashed by Lacey Evans. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Bit of an I saw that. I saw that. Last overreaction, week. I think. Lacey's a top contender. You can't be. Uh, anyway, so they all, they jaw back and forth. Lacey Evans comes out. She's fully healed again, it seems, at this point, which I'm fine with. Might as well be the heel, Lacey. Yeah, who sure. Uh, is she the new big show? Is she just going? <laughs> I mean, I feel well, like this is her third turn uh, this year. Yeah, it would have to be. Uh, so she just kind of insults Naomi while she's applying her lipstick and the rude Naomi shoves her, smears it everywhere. How rude. <laughs> How rude. Yeah. I guess we'll get a conclusive bout from them sometime. I don't know. Maybe. A lipstick on a match. A, lips- <laughs> a, lip- a lipstick on a pole match? Yeah. First to uh, climb the pole. You have to and apply lipstick apply on your Apply lipstick. Yeah, this that 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 sounds <laughs> smeared all over. That's your some face. Russo booking right there. Yeah, uh, but then we go backstage. Kofi's leaving the doctor's room. He's all banged up from that big table bump, and Biggie's like, "How are you?" And he says he's going to be out at least six weeks. So I like that. They really are selling that bump. Or maybe he really is hurt. Or maybe he really, or maybe he really <laughs> is both. hurt. Uh oh. <laughs> Hopefully not. Uh, but Biggie's like, "That's all right, man. We're gonna get those tag titles back." But Kofi says, "Hey, man, I'm out. Woods is out. It's your time now. You're always so selfless, just putting this group ahead. So now it's, it's all about you. So uh, yeah, man, I'm down. Biggie's time. Biggie Mania. Let's have that. B- oh, B- <laughs> Biggie Mania. <laughs> WrestleMania. Yeah. Biggie." Well, I just mean like Kofi Mania. I was trying to I was trying to put it into the word somehow and I couldn't figure it out. Okay. Uh but yeah, good little promo here. Let's see what Big E can do. Have a little solo run the next month or so. Of course. Well, I mean, uh first you gotta start winning some matches. Yeah, who's he gonna fight? Baron Corbin? <laughs> Baron Corbin, probably. <laughs> uh but let's go. We got a number one contenders match. For the Intercontinental Championship, Fatal Four Way, Lince Dorado, Grand Metalik, Drew Gal, Drew Gulak, and Shorty G is back. Still Shorty G. Still Shorty G. I was really hoping he'd come back with his with a normal Speak with his normal Gable name. Again. Yeah. Yeah. But, Chad. Uh, anyways, he was the one I was cheering for, and uh, yeah, he was doing all right. He hits a big German suplex off the top rope. Uh, but then Grand Metalik comes flying in with his tightrope elbow drop on Shorty, and that gets the three count. So that's like the biggest uh, match of his career next week against AJ Grand Metalik. A nice, yeah, a nice, a nice change of pace, right? For yeah, you know, they they could have gone back to a similar well, and then this is like a new opportunities, right? Uh, and didn't didn't Lucha House Party like steal that match back at Elimination Chamber? Oh yeah, they like they, like cru- the they they crush. Anytime it. you give them a shot, they're usually pretty good. They so. seem to go above and beyond, and uh, I feel you know putting yourself in a match with um, 
with uh, Mr. Know. Styles. Yeah, with Mr. Sorry, I, w- <laughs> I was trying to. Sorry, 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 sorry. We're putting him in a match with AJ is not going to disappoint. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. And uh, yeah, afterwards, AJ Styles comes out, goes for a handshake, but then slaps him in the face, and then so Metal League slaps him back, and yeah. Just spread the beef. Spread just, the beef. Just just slapping week. left, right, and center uh, <laughs> to give us a match we've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, and then another match we've never seen before is the main event tonight. We got Sheamus taking on Jeff Hardy in the bar fight, which uh, takes place at the Irish Shannon's local pub somewhere. <laughs> yeah, po- poor this place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they paid him off well. But uh, the scene starts... Uh, the referee is sitting at the bar having a drink before the match. So uh, what a baller. Good for him. Seamus walks in. He's got his hooligan outfit on. You know, the, the pants with the overalls, yeah. the wife beater. Yeah. <laughs> the that's, tilted fedora. Yeah, that's the old, like, boondock saints look. Like, <laughs> yeah. he's ready to fuck yeah, you Yeah, he's up. ready. When he's taunting you, he plays with his overalls, pulls them out. Like, oh, what do oh, I got here? What do I got? Yeah, I got a, did you also lean back while you did that impression? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we did the exact same thing. So Seamus comes strolling in, he orders a shot, and then Jeff walks in and is like, I'm here! So he sits down at the bar beside Seamus, and he pulls out a cup and he pours himself a beer. And then him and Seamus are just jawing back and forth. Hardy splashes him with the beer and they start slugging it out. We get the old bar slide, breaking everything on the bar. Uh, yeah, going down. There, there was an uh, arcade machine and Jeff just grabs the basketballs there and just starts throwing them Chalking at Seamus. Them. <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, they fight into the storage area. They're picking up beer kegs. They go into the bathroom. Uh, Seamus slams the door on Jeff, gives him a shower in the urinal. Uh, they're fighting all over. Back into the bar room. I think Jeff finds a ladder somewhere. Uh, starts beating Seamus with it. He sets it up, starts climbing. But then the bartender pulls a heel turn and knocks Jeff off. So uh, Jeff picks up the bartender, power bombs him through a table. And then Seamus breaks a wooden chair over Jeff. The old cowboy stunt. The old, and yeah, the chair explodes <laughs> into boom. a thousand pieces. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then he takes his fedora off, puts it over Jeff's face, pours himself a nice pint, knocks it back. And then he goes over to the fallen Jeff, tells the ref to get ready. And then he removes the fedora from Jeff's face, and it's now painted. The skull pattern, it's got the white contact lenses. Somehow he transforms, and uh, yeah, he just rises up, breaks a bottle over Seamus's head climbs up the ladder he set up earlier and hits a swanton bomb off the ladder onto Seamus on the barroom floor. Gets the three count. And then uh, as he gets up, he just blinks and his eyes go back to normal and he exits. So he's supernatural now. Yeah, I liked, I actually liked that little bit. The, uh, you know, Jeff Hardy to Brother Nero transformation. Yeah, uh, it was never a nice done touch, that in WWE. You know? Exactly, you know, suggesting there is a darker possessed being inside of you know jeff hardy that that takes control of him or something i don't know yeah no this yeah we'll see see where this leads because that's how we ended that's how we ended and this has to be it right yeah let let brother nero come out or whatever they want to call him uh just make it yeah but there be a difference between non-painted jeff and painted well i no i i I more meant hardy sheamus like this is it. oh that too yeah hopefully (laughs) (laughs) i hope so why why do we always say hopefully we can never it's so (laughs) rare that we are able to definitively say yes that's the end of it 
and th- <laughs> how is that? How how can, are, this has been months in the making? There's been mad so many matches. There's been piss thrown at people, and we yeah. can still not. They just had a bar match with Jeff Hardy win, and we could still. It should be the end of it. Like I'm sure Jeff's ready to move on. It's but, it's all about Sheamus. But we do not. We little. do not feel confident in definitively saying they're done. Not a hundred. No. no, I would not. What 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 would your percentage be then? Uh, I'd still say it's about 50. Still? <laughs> no, you're like 90% they're done. <laughs> they're only, uh, they're, there's a chance they're only halfway done this shit. Not halfway done the few, but might have one more match. Okay, yeah. So so next week, SmackDown is really going to have to tell us which is which. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, we're done with it for this week. Yeah, well, yeah, we are done. <laughs> that was SmackDown. And, uh, yeah, that's all we got for that. So let's just jump to Raw. Let's get Raw! Let's get Raw! Anyways, the show opens. Randy Orton comes out, cuts a promo about all the stuff he's done. You know, 14-time champ. and uh, But he wants to be the WWE champ again, which brings him to Drew McIntyre. So he officially challenges him to a title match at SummerSlam. Boom. And, uh, boom. There's the gauntlet thrown down. So what happened to the... Uh, they, they they spent a few weeks of teasing that, like, uh, Orton-Christian thing. Uh, didn't they do it on the Raw? Oh, that, that was, that was it? Oh, okay. No, I, 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 I thought, <laughs> I thought they were going to give us uh, something more. Um, but yeah, but okay, yeah. Yeah, no, so it... Uh, but will Drew accept? We'll find out. Mm-hmm. But uh, as Randy Orton leaves, Nia Jax comes out. Remember when he RKO'd her? Oh, man. That's one of my... Fa- <laughs> uh, sometimes when I can't get to sleep at night, I'll watch yeah. that clip of Nia Jax getting RK- a 619 yeah, RKO'd. Yeah. What else did she get? It was four of them. I remember that. It was like, yeah. I think she, I think she took ring. a stomp. And yeah. uh, it, it might have been like Superman punch. Maybe a stunner. Stu- super kick. I think it might have been like Superman punch, stomp. Yeah, uh, six one nine RKO. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, Nia comes out and uh, she wants to be the champ too. She wants to be the Raw Women's Champ, and she insults Charlotte for being gone. But uh, Shayna Baszler comes out to interrupt her, and she just tells Nia nobody gives a damn what she wants. So Jax nails Baszler in the face. They brawl. They get broken up. So I guess they'll have a little mini feud. Little mini feud, nothing's Keep. nothing's mini when Nia Jax is involved. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, back uh, back to just well, you know, a little bit before though. Uh, vintage, ra- vintage Randy Orton in that promo. Uh, yeah, it was a- I got, I got, I gotta say, and you know, top heel, top face. He's been killing. Yeah, we were speculating before that uh, he could be the likely SummerSlam opponent, and there's no bigger heel right now, so. Go for it. Yeah, it seems like he's the uh, one. Not only that, you know, like the, the reliable performer, and uh, you know whether he whether he's going to win the belt or put McIntyre over it, uh, it'll be fun. We'll see. And uh, you know, Edge is just hanging in the back whenever he whenever that triceps ready. So who knows? Just yeah, just waiting waiting in the wings. You know, is that uh, is that that is that for the Rumble Mania Survivor Series? Know. Who knows? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but then the Viking Raiders take on Ricochet and Cedric Alexander and uh, Andrade and Angel Garza as a triple threat match. And the winner will face Street Profits for the tag titles at SummerSlam. 
And uh, yeah, you know, just a standard raw match. It was fine. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I guess the big spot was when Ivar hits his swan tom bomb off the top rope onto the ground onto everyone. But uh, kind of took out his own team because back in the ring, Garza hits the wing clipper on Cedric and gets the win. So we'll get the title shots at Wrestle or at SummerSlam. At SummerSlam. Um, yeah, this this tag division has suffered in the recent months. We've uh, yeah. we know this. But uh, but matches yeah. like this help us re- maybe remind to us the amount of talent that does exist within the division. Yeah. Um, and you know, Street Profits never fail to entertain. Yeah, That's- uh, <laughs> I know. You know, Andrade Garza, let him win the belt if you want. They need to win something. Yeah. Selena Vega is gonna fucking kill them if they don't. And it could be like Garza or this uh, this Garza Andrade combo with Street Profits could be a highlight for the show. Yeah, it could be a fun match. Could be the pre-show. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and and everything in between. Yeah, but uh, we go into that women's match. Nia Jax is taking on Shayna Baszler, but uh, not a whole lot happens. They just kind of brawl outside the ring, and they're so focused on one another that they both get counted out. And they just keep fighting anyway, so security comes out, they get beat up, and we have to get a bunch of refs to come out and split the woman apart. Yeah, this one was weird for me. If we're kick-starting a new feud, uh, the brawl they had in the beginning was enough. I'm not yeah, sure I'm not sure the... if this was to, you know, just maybe make up some time. They needed they needed ten minutes to kill in seg four on Raw. But uh yeah, it didn't really add anything to what we saw earlier. No, yeah, it was kind of pointless. Mm. But uh, then Seth Rollins comes out with Murphy for his Monday Night Mass and talks more about beating Ray up and Aleister Black, but uh, he's not in a good mood because Dominic's here and he plans on confronting him. And uh, the man himself, Dominic, Dominic, comes out to the top of the ramp and Seth invites him down to the ring and he obliges. So Rollins offers him guidance and a hug, but Dominic just... Uh, tackles him, takes him down, starts pounding on him. So Murphy pulls him off, and uh, he starts clobbering Murphy. But then Seth comes running in with a curb stomp. So the two of them are just beating up on Dominic. Uh, They're ready to gouge his eye out on the steel stairs when Aleister Black just comes flying in, jumping off the stairs, uh, takes him out. But, uh, yeah, so I think Dominic escapes, and uh, but then they end up getting the better of Aleister. They curb stomp him. yeah, did they try to take his eye out as well? They 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 attempted. <laughs> yeah, I think they did. They pushed his eye. He starts selling it a bit. But uh, during all this, Dominic recovers and he grabs a kendo stick and he just starts beating the shit out of Murphy and Seth. Some pretty stiff looking shots. Just yeah, breaks the thing. They run off. So Dominic looked good at least. Yeah, maybe Dominic hasn't quite learned how to not smack the shit out of somebody with a kendo <laughs> stick. Well. Or maybe are we finally going to get the fight at SummerSlam? Is he finally going to get an in-ring debut? I mean, it's going to have They're to happen. They're teasing us. It's going to have to happen eventually. And, yeah, uh, you know, is, is um, you know, Rollins versus Dominic. Is that yeah. is that is Seth Rollins the man who we're entrusting Dominic's first ever match with? Uh. I think Rollins could do a good job in there. I mean, he's a he's a uh, uh, I'm sure he's a he's a locker room leader. Yeah, a ring vet, a, a vet, ring general, a veteran. Uh, you know, and he's not allowed to do the buckle bomb anymore, so you're safe. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. I don't know, but Dominic, I don't know what what kind of ring gear do you think he would wear? It's 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 all gonna be so exciting. It's all all I've ever seen is just his his skinny jeans and t-shirt. Yeah, it's always fun to see somebody new hop up because then, yeah. 
you, you know, it's a whole new, whole new move set, whole new everything. Yeah, we'll find out. Uh, but then we get MVP doing his little VIP lounge, and he's got Lashley and Shelton with him, and uh, the hurt business now. I guess. Uh, yeah, that, I think we're a few we we're a few weeks in. A few on weeks. That. Well, yeah. it's official. Once it's been repeated, Vince didn't forget it yet. <laughs> uh, so they bring out their guest Mustafa Ali, and they kind of try to recruit him in the group, but Ali's not having it. But uh, he's happy to be back and climb the ladder on Raw. They all start jawing back and forth. But, uh, yeah, Ollie's like, hey, man, I'm not taking your offer. So then R-Truth comes out out of nowhere. He tackles Shelton to the floor, tries to pin him, but he kicks out. So Truth just runs off again. Uh, and then we get a match. Mustafa Ali versus Lashley. Uh, you know, just kind of typical big man, little man. Ali goes for the 450 splash, but Lashley avoids. Locks in the full Nelson. Gets a tap out win. So kind of unfortunate. Ollie has to lose this. He just came back and he's already losing. He just came back. We heard him talk for the first time in like months. Yeah. Um, I think at some point in the match, Tazawa and his ninjas tried to attack Sheldon as well. Oh, yeah. No, that. no. I think you're <laughs> right. I think that did happen at one point. 24-7 title. Yeah. There's Tazawa. I don't know. The big ninja has been missing for like yeah, two months. Yeah. Well, since, the, since his inaugural uh, showing. Yeah. So I don't know. Too bad. Uh, Sasha Bailey come out, do a little promo, being role models, and then we get our Raw Women's Title match: Sasha Banks versus Asuka. Uh, count out or DQ will cause the title to change because, yeah, no shenanigans allowed this time. And uh, before we can even do the ring introductions, Kyrie Sane comes out, chases Bailey off to the back, so we can get a clean match. Uh, and we do. We just get some good, clean wrestling. Lots of chain back and forth, submissions, working the limbs. Uh, Sasha goes for her tricks, though. Slides the one belt in. The ref grabs it. She picks up the other belt, tosses it to Asuka, falls down, pretending she's been hit. And the ref just says, no, nah, you threw it. I saw the whole thing. So some refs are smart. No, but, which uh, refs? This one. He knows. Couldn't fool him. <laughs> the one? Yeah. But uh, we go back and forth. Oscar's in control. Uh, when the video screen pops up and we see Bailey just backstage beating up Kyrie, slamming her against the those steel doors, shutter things. What do you call those? Doesn't matter. Um. Yeah, they're like something that don't <laughs> exist anywhere else except for the performance yeah. center. I'm sure. <laughs> so she's uh. beating her up, and Oscar's looking on, conflicted because she doesn't want to abandon the match. But Bailey's just beating the shit out of her. So. And Kyrie's just calling out, Asuka, in pain. So <laughs> Asuka goes running off to the back, and the referee starts counting, and he gets to 10, rings the bell. Sasha's won, the new Raw Women's Champion, via countout. As uh, Asuka arrives to Kyrie's side, Bailey runs off to get down to the ring and celebrate. We got a new champ, double belts, it's official. They hug, they celebrate, all the gold. I love it. So now, this was allowed to happen because at the horror show... Okay, see, because that's what I, I don't understand, right? I thought a title wasn't supposed to change via countout. But they said beforehand that that, that was the step. Because... Because of the horror show and all the shit that went on. And because nobody could agree that Asuka didn't actually lose it? I don't know. Either way, they laid out ahead of time. So yeah, I didn't. I wasn't buying it the entire time. They even had Steph on the screen to like tell us about it, and nothing about what they were saying made sense. <laughs> I don't know. You know the controversial finish. 
like I said, it was a clean three count, so Sasha has claim to winning. So, uh, but Oscar also has claim to being wronged. So they said, "All right, no bullshit. If anyone interferes, you lose. Be a DQ count out, any of that." I mean, so I it was Oscar's fault. Oscar knew the rules, and she fucked up. I mean, I guess. I mean, I think I, I, my, my only thought was just, yeah. I don't. Oscar uh, didn't actually lose it. That was that was where I. Well, she I, lost I, the match. She lost the match. Or no, she sorry, not like the, the match yesterday. I meant like the match at the horror show. That oh, to me was well. like, oh, it, it would it almost be like you know um you know when you're watching well, sports or so you know like hockey and this happens in the NBA or it happened in the NFL where after the fact you know the uh, the NFL release a statement like hey we know we blew this call and they'll talk about it and it was probably something that was controversial <laughs> during the game but they go back and they're yeah. like no we've used you know technology of 2020 and we have determined that this we actually blew this call our bad yeah. uh, and Steph was like no. We haven't seen a single video. We haven't seen a single thing. We do not review the past. Maybe that's what it is. Like Vince McMahon doesn't look back at previous shows. So he's like, no, we tell them the way it is now at the present. And then that is what carries forward. Uh, does that make sense? Is what I'm saying making sense? It's making sense, but I don't have to agree with it. Okay, as long as it, as long as long as it makes sense, that's what I want to yeah. know because I was still I and and this is which because I'm in the world too, right? Like I'm already <laughs> watching professional wrestling, and I'm like, ah, oh, you didn't sell me on the reason. You just haven't sold me on the reason why Oscar lost or like why there was no rightful owner at the belt after the horror show. Well, even if Oscar went into this match as the champ, she still lost the rule by the rules of the match. Yeah, uh, yeah, just the whole, just the whole, the whole thing. I just wasn't quite. They didn't quite sell it to me, which has led the finish to be a little bit odd for me. Uh, well, yeah, I would have been happy. Yeah, they, with they've had better matches. And, I mean, they're always going to have a good match together, but yeah, but uh, I'm happy with the result. The boss, Sasha, boss belts two times champ. <laughs> That's what she is. So, what's the difference in your mind, Mike, versus, uh, what am I, how am I trying to say this? What's the best way to say this? Like, okay, because I, because, I mean, you know, I mean, we're, we're like a fucking week into it, so it's not like it matters, or not like any of this ever means anything, but two women hold the three belts, which mm-hmm. is cool, which is fine, because, I mean, I guess technically only four women can hold the three belts, so it's not like, or it's half. Um, yeah. would there, what, what's the issue with the rest of the women's division then? Like, is this a knock on them? Like, Hey, if you guys were better, we would be writing you into stories instead of giving all of the good material to Oscar or to, to Sasha and Bailey and sort of by proxy Oscar because she just lost the belt. Like, I feel like if this was Charlotte, fans would be going insane. Why does Charlotte get all the opportunities? Is it because it's somebody who's not Charlotte? Well, Charlotte had a partner. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But uh, no, I don't know. I think it's just, I don't think it'll be a whole long term thing. I think they'll only have all the belts for like a month or two. Right. Uh, you but you, know, but you got like an but, undisputed era. They wanted, you wanted to see them get all the gold, and now they got it. Right. So it's more of making it happen, and then they can lose in beautiful fashion. Yeah. Like, you know, Becky was only Becky two belts for not very long. You know, it was more about making it happen. It happened. We can always remember it. And, uh, you know, it's all going to lead to the Sasha Bailey breakup eventually. So, right. So it's see, and I almost I almost feel uh, and or I almost worry for the performers who are going to hold on to these belts after Sasha and Bailey 
because they are truly just the device to have Bailey and Sasha feud, which will be an incredible, which we you know, which is what we are building up to. But it's almost like it, whoever they lose to, it doesn't matter who they lose to because what's important is them hating each other. So I feel well, I, I feel bad for one a of them. I think. What do you I think? One of them will still keep a belt, so they can feud over that. Okay, but yeah, so but certainly like the tags will be the first to go. Uh, you know, presumably if there's some kind of a breakup, some kind of we're not best friends anymore. Uh, yeah, I just feel like the next women, the next women who take the, the whoever takes the belts off of these two, are just there to simply take it off. It's not like we're gonna see Sasha and Naomi in this incredible program, which leads to Miami uh, Naomi winning. We would see them in a match, which would cause Sasha and Bailey to hate each other. Well, I think it could could accomplish both things. Yeah, but uh, not with Naomi. She's not. The okay, person. sorry, baby. That was unexample. <laughs> but there's. I know. I, I know, mean, I hell, know. there's a laundry list of women in that locker room waiting for an opportunity for these. I mean, yeah. what happened no, to the I Iconics? We haven't seen them in two and a half weeks, and they were on the up in your book. Oh yeah, they are still on the up, and they should be the ones to take those tag titles back. But uh, yeah, I think that you can still do the the breakup at the same time and have someone like and and um, actually elevate another performer yeah. like Nikki Cross winning the big one for her first time or Lacey Evans getting that final right any of those uh, Bianca Belair where the hell are you well but. there's no time because we're spending <laughs> all of our time on Sasha and Bailey well there's no time for all Oscar's, of these women Oscar's gonna mentioned. probably I think at the end of the day Oscar will probably just win it back just take it right back. Probably. Hmm. Uh, it's too bad Kyrie Sane couldn't have had a run before she had to go. Because apparently this is her write-off, I think. This was her final injury. She's gone. She's Or afterwards, she did. She tweeted out, and all these women were like tweeting in response, like, thank you, Kyrie. You're the best. We love you. Uh, enjoy your home. <laughs> enjoy, enjoy, enjoy your yeah. home. Yeah. So Very nice thing to say. Kyrie's done. Asuka's still alive. Uh, but I think... You know, Kyrie will still show up now and then. You know, Royal Rumbles, things like that. You never know. Oh yeah, something like that. Come back. Something like that. D deliver that uh, insane elbow. No, oh, yeah, love it. Uh, then we get uh, Murphy taking on Umberto Carrillo, and uh, just a little, you know, nothing on the line here, just a filler match. But it was fine, fine enough. Murphy gets the win with the Murphy's Law. Murphy's Law is uh, is Carrillo part of the Vagabonds? I can't quite remember. No, he's like an enemy, or he was an enemy of them. Right, right. He's the cousin so, of Garza. Right, so we haven't quite uh, created a little, uh, a little Latino connection. Not yet. No. No okay. LWO. Yes. We're getting there. Getting there. Uh, but then Drew McIntyre comes out to cut a promo, and he addresses Randy Orton and says he accepts the challenge. So looks like we got our SummerSlam main event potentially. That seems that seems simple enough. Yeah, uh, but we still got Dolph Ziggler to get to, so he comes out. He interrupts because remember last week he challenged Drew for a rematch, and Drew gets to pick the step, and uh, he announces it's Extreme Rules, but for the both of them, so he's more fair. Uh, but I thought it was supposed to be a title match, but I guess it wasn't. It was just a regular. Yeah, I don't remember street. anything about a title or anything. Just those two guys. Yeah. But we got the usual stuff: the kendo sticks, the chairs, the tables. Uh, yeah, Drew's in control. Ziggler hits a low blow, avoids the Claymore. He hits a zigzag, but Drew kicks out a two. Uh, so Dolph, he stands up. He's got a chair in his hand, but then Drew hits him with a big Claymore, knocks him through a table in the corner, and then Drew pins him, gets the win. 
But uh, just as he's celebrating, Orton comes flying out of nowhere with the RKO, and he stands tall to end the show. No punt. No punt. No punt, Andrew, yet. They'll save that. But you think he'll hit it, right? He's been punting everyone. He's been punting everybody. He hasn't, but he hasn't punted uh, somebody like younger than 45. That's true. So uh, <laughs> I think Drew McIntyre stands a chance because he's the only person Randy Orton's faced in the last year and a half that's younger than him. So uh, <laughs> I think that's I think probably I, uh, I, cause, well, because we had uh, Edge. I mean, a big show, of course, going on. Edge, uh, AJ was the WrestleMania before that, right? Yeah, and I bet AJ Styles is older than Randy. Is <laughs> older than Randy Orton. I'm sure it's close. Yeah, I think. So. I'm sure it's close. Maybe. It could be a couple of years difference, but. Uh, well, I think uh, we're going to see Orton. We're going to see a punt reverse into a Claymore. He's going to get up and just claim. Trying to picture how that would work. <laughs> I don't know. He'll come running for the punt, and then he'll just jump up and bow. I guess. I don't know. They can make it work. <laughs> jump up and bow. Bow. Yeah. But that was it. That was your main roster shows. Those, though, Yeah. That, that was the first half of the week. That's for yeah. sure. My Mike thinks about time we take a little bit of a break. How does how does that sound? Yeah, let's take a break. Come back and do the thing. Well, you all know what that means. <laughs> uh, yeah. So stick around. <laughs> We're back with part two, folks. The second half of our show. We are a mere. 45 minutes away from the return of basketball. Uh, of course, we're talking the Utah Jazz. We're talking the New Orleans Pelicans live from Orlando, Florida. Of course, later on, we do have both of the Los Angeles teams, Lakers and the Clippers, taking each other on for Western Conference supremacy. The battle of the bubble. The battle of the bubble begins uh, tonight. The Raptors start on Saturday when we take on the Lakers ourselves. Yeah, Raptors are looking good. We're in a prime position. Yeah, checked out the all the repeat. Watched all the preseason games. Um, you know, we're gonna be good. We're it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Uh, how are the uh, how are the Leafs looking in their uh, preseason games? There, they only played one, but they were victorious. A nice four-two victory over Montreal. Okay, that's great. They're looking good. The big story out of camp is Nick Robertson is gonna make the team. The young eighteen-year-old. Oh. Who was the leading scorer in the OHL? Oh, okay. This is uh, sounds this like he's gonna jump right into playoff games. And, this yeah, this is hot looking. news, and hopefully, hot news. You know, with enough development, uh, I'm sure he will still be eligible for Rookie of the Year next year. Of course, yeah. It'll be like the Matt Murray situation where you can win a cup and still be considered. A I was rookie. gonna say, I didn't Patrick Waugh do that in like couple, in '85 yeah, or his old, also like his first year uh, at the helm took over in the playoffs yeah. and then. Something like if you played under this amount of regular season games, or, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Let's just hope for the best. We're gonna have some fun. Well, I, I do. I do like seeing some hardware arrive in Toronto, whether it be championships oh, yeah. or MVPs <clears throat> or Rookie of the Years. It's always nice to see uh, some hardware. Yes, indeed. And uh, Maybe Columbus, a, a silver slugger. <laughs> yeah, is that golden a, glove. Yeah, I don't think there's like trophy. I'm sure. I'm sure there is a baseball. They give out like multiple. I'm sure there things. is a trophy element for that, but because I think it's um, it's like t- it's specific to the position. 
Yeah, and the league you're in, and yeah, well, like American well, there's, League there's, MVP. There's two, and the, there's two they leagues. Have two MVPs. There's two leagues. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Oh, it. he's won three golden gloves, a silver bat, and a, <laughs> silver? a bronze hat. Silver. Yeah, that golden <laughs> glove, the silver bat, and the bronze hat. As we know, those are the uh, <laughs> the, the, the rest of the awards they give out. Well, there is a thing, a baseball, a golden sombrero. Do you know that term? No. What's that? I think it's when you get four strikeouts in a game or something like oh, it's a bad oh thing. like you strike out four times four times yeah oh yeah, yeah. I, so every... I bet because you're only because <laughs> four times and you've made it to the plate like you, you know that's how many times you make into the plate and every single time you went over yeah. four yeah sure i'm sure it happens <laughs> it happens it's not a good thing amen anyways hey that's our <laughs> That that well, that's the sport. That's the sports talk. Of course, sports talk sports will talk. be uh, revamping itself. This could be the greatest summer of sports of all time, or 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 a disaster, and yeah. and every possible <laughs> and every possible option in between. Uh, go Jays, go go Leafs, go, and uh, let's go Raptors. Of course, of course, and uh, and that's it. And then cheer for whoever you want in the other leagues. If you want to cheer for a golfer or a, that's that's on you. But uh, this and any wrestler you'd like. Well, of course. Uh, I mean, of course, uh, professional or amateur. Yep. <laughs> we do not draw the line at professional wrestling. We uh, we do encourage amateur wrestling. Yeah, we uh, <laughs> whether it be all those things, um, Mike. There was a there's a great new show or um, it's up there on Netflix. It's in a bunch of parts, and it's uh, called something. But what they do, they go around the world looking, uh, checking out local sports in places all over the world and sports you've never heard of before. Um, yeah. And on one of them, they go uh, somewhere and they do professional wrestling. Uh, but it's called <laughs> fetish and what it is it's wrestling but like the whole but voodoo magic is tied in to the entire kayfabe mm -hmm. of everything and it's uh it's a lot of fun you should check that one out, you should check, check it out. <laughs> if i uh you know what I'll, off 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 mic i'll uh i'll tell you the actual name of the show because you know we're not sponsored so we don't want to give the show's <laughs> name out for free Sure. Um, but you have to watch it, Mike. Let's keep moving on with the show here. Folks, listeners at home, let's get on to our trivia. Trivia. Woo! Trivia. Woo! It's easy stuff. Trivia. It's easy stuff. i got a lot of questions for you here. i got like uh, nine well, uh, I've got a gauntlet for you. Oh, you've got so. a gauntlet for me. And how did we do this last time? You, I just ran the whole gauntlet. Yeah. Yes. So uh, we can do that again. Uh, I think that I think that worked. I think that worked last I think time. That's easier way. Yeah. Don't screw up the pacing. Yes. Exactly. Good call. Good call. Um. Uh. Yeah. How about I'll, I'll run the gauntlet first, and I'm going to throw you all of my questions. All right. So the gauntlet, the gauntlet challenge. I'm going to give you three strikes, so you can make a couple mistakes. But we're going to run through the alphabet. But this time, again. this time it's a different gimmick. Last time it was pay-per-view names. This time. We are looking for wrestlers with alliterative names, so the double-letter names. Oh. No triple letter. No triple H is allowed. Damn it! But, uh, I can't use. Knows. I can't use half of his. Uh, <laughs> I got two of his H's. No. Okay. But, so we're we're gonna start double A, double B. Keep going on. There's a couple letters we'll skip because they either don't have a wrestler or it's someone that you know so obscure you've never heard of for some random promotion. Okay. Uh, so there's gonna be. Basically, we're going to end on V. There's no W, X, Y, Z. 
and there's a couple we'll skip in between that I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. We get okay. the. Oh yes, we understand. Okay. We understand. I mean, I get it. Okay. You'll be. Uh, yeah. You'll. You'll. You'll see. You'll see. There's a lot of modern. There's a lot of wrestlers. I bet. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, of course, alliterations are uh, just classic. It's a classic. Uh, it's a classic naming trope it's in a every classic form of media. Trope. Uh, yes. So we're just gonna kick it off, I guess, Mike. So lead me off. Kick it off. Of course, we have double A. Um, I'm going to go Arn Anderson. Arn Anderson, the enforcer, the coach, he's here. Let's jump right in. Double B. Um, double B. Uh, my boy, Biff Busick, formerly known as. Ona- or, does that count? <laughs> that counts. You can do. We're taking former names. That's that's former one names? of many. Okay, good. We could have done Britt Baker, Brie Bella, Bruiser Brody. There was many. But we're on to double C's. Double C's. Now, this is... Uh, what comes to mind here? Uh... Start off with a wrestler with a C in their name. To start off, Corey Graves, no. Chris, Ben, Chris, Jericho, Chris, a lot of Chris's. Kip, no, that's K. Uh, hmm. C's getting, C's getting me off the beginning. There's, uh, the beginning. there's at least one modern wrestler that you see pretty frequently in this. I see pretty frequently. Okay, other people: Candice, CM Punk, uh, Cameron Grimes, Cameron. Uh, who else can I even think of? Cold China, Cesaro. That's all one-named people. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to. Uh, no. Cassius Clay never uh, wrestled. <laughs> <laughs> never wrestled. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I got a, I got, a, I got a skip C. I got nothing for that. All right, we'll give you a strike. Uh, you could have said Colt Cabana. He's one. Yeah, you're uh, right. Colin Cassidy, Big Cass used to wrestle. Colin Cassidy. Oh, point. okay. Yeah, yeah. Colt Cabana would have been the one that you probably could have got. But uh, move on to letter D. With one strike. With one strike, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. One strike, that's yeah. Okay. Uh, e. Oh, D. 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 Sorry. D. Um, yeah. D. D. Okay. What shows? Mara. D. 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 Um. Oh. Um. Uh. uh Dominic Dijakovic. There we go. We got D onto E. Onto E. This one. I could only think of one for E, so it's tough. But it is a modern wrestler, someone who's still with their promotion. Someone who's still with their promotion. Yeah, see, that's always helpful. E. Uh, yeah, I just like thinking whose name starts with the letter E. Yeah, not a, a lot of E Eric, names. Emma, no, Emma. I'm trying to think like E. Eddie. Eric, I said Eric already. Enzo, Eric Young, no. Um, e, Biggie, no. I think one of the one of the first names you had was. There's something like Eric, Eric, Erickson. Hmm. E, no, EC three, no. Emma said that already. 
No, I got to back out on E. Can't think of anyone. All right, uh, Eddie Edwards. Oh, Eddie Edwards? he's um, uh, isn't he Dynamite? Uh, I think he's Impact. Oh shit. Okay. But yes, we'll <laughs> okay. take that's uh, that's strike two. Oh, God. But uh, we're we're about halfway. Maybe let's see. On to letter F. F. Uh, Flare. No, is there a Frankie Flare? Um, <laughs> maybe I didn't start thinking of a last name. If like Frankie Kazarian. No, Frankie. Yeah, last name would probably be easier to lead you to the. Yeah, maybe last name. They're less calm, but uh, double F, double F. Double Think F. of Greg Phoenix. Friend uh, of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> uh, Randy Orton. Bray Wyatt. <laughs> uh, who else? Even just like. F, F, F. F. Alicia Fox. Was there a funk brother or a Foley? Okay. Well, at least I'm thinking last name now. Montez Ford. Ford. Full. Oh, Fit Finley. Fit Finley. Oh, my God. Friend of the show. You're right. You're yes, right. friend of the show. Fit Finley. We had to get that one. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, all right. On to double G. Um, this one. Sorry, you were saying? Sorry. No, I mean, this one, it's a little tough. There's a couple old names and a newer name, but they're all kind of tough. But double G. A couple older ones and a couple newer ones. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... The guy who wore that dumb suit, ah yes, in that Undertaker match, yeah, was he? Uh, it was Gonzalez. It was something Gonzalez. I know that. Yeah, you're you're pretty much got it. And it was like, what's G? G Gonzalez. So the first thing that comes to <laughs> mind is, or the first, I was thinking George or or like Jorge. It's a. I mean, obviously it's a G. Um. Something like that. Let me sit on it. Uh, something like that. But George, George seems too easy. Mm-hmm. Huh. But it is Gonzalez. Yeah. I know that. Uh, it is Gonzalez, and probably not George. It's more of a more of a gimmick name. Like more of a gimmick name than normal. Oh, I'm um, uh, oh G- uh, giant giant gi- gi- yes. uh, giant Gonzalez. Giant Gonzalez, indeed. You remain, remain with two strikes, okay. and we move on to double H. Double H. This one's gonna be hard too. Fuck. What, <laughs> no. what kind of name start with H? Uh, it's only as hard as you make it. I guess it's like Hulk, Hulk Hogan. There, we go. <laughs> there you okay, go. Okay, that's an easy one. There you go. Uh, we're gonna skip double I. So there you go. Uh, I did hear. I did find uh, some sort of wrestler named Inspector Impact, but. I'm sure neither. I've of never us heard of Inspector ever. Impact. No. Oh my god. So we're skipping double I and we move on to double J. Well, I think you just said the answer right there, right? I think you're talking J E double F J A double R E double T. Jeff Jarrett. The man Jeff Jarrett. We could have also said Joey Janella, but double J. Joey Janella, okay. Yeah, I I didn't think about that. That's all right. It's nice when you have multiple. and this next one has multiple, so you should be able to get double K. Uh, I'll go Kofi Kingston on that one. There you go. That's an easy one. Carrion Cross, Kelly Kelly, a couple others, Ken Kennedy. 
Oh, there are a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Killer Kowalski. Jesus. Uh, but let's move on. Double L. Double L, I feel like, should be easy also. But nothing's coming to mind here. I'll um, say it's easy, but I only have one answer. Easy, but only one answer. Okay, so no. Kind of like, yeah, kind of like the Hulk Hogan. It's like, yeah. Right, there's just no room, no room for error, as it were. <laughs> I mean, there could be a second one. I'm like, oh, yeah. But double L. Names that start with L. Lashley, Lesnar, uh, Lana. What, does she have a last name? I don't think so. Liv Morgan. Mm. <coughs> uh, I think it's uh, a bit of an older era. <coughs> older? Okay, I think a little bit older. Lex Luger. Lex Luger. We got it. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> let's move right along then. Double M. Uh, Michelle McCool. Michelle McCool. There you go. Macho Man would have counted. Mark Merrill. A couple of us. Yeah. Uh, this next one. Double N. Is this, is, one, is this what's going to make or break me? It's kind of tricky. and It's almost. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I, um, I might give you a half. Strike depending. Okay, half half strike. Or like I just I kinda of fou- <laughs> foul ball. I fouled the ball I foul ball on yeah. strike two. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. This double N. Double yeah, N. N's such a are there is there a Nick or a Nicholas maybe? This uh, is this one's kinda like they don't uh, they, they don't wrestle with this full name very much these days at all, but they technically did wrestle as this name. So right, right. That. So like an older and a previous name of theirs. Yeah. Like, you know how Charlotte Flair was just Charlotte for a while, and then she was Charlotte Flair okay. and things like that. Okay, so who's gotten their name shortened? Um, Mustafa Ali? No. Um, but with an N. You might not have even seen this person with the double name. You might only know them. As I may the only know name. them as their one name. Yeah. Damn. But it is, uh, it's their real name. Oh, okay. Why? Um, oh, yeah. oh, um, shit. Dolph Ziggler has a name. It's uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's Nick with an with no K. I know that. <laughs> I know that. And the last name is ah, uh, fuck, fuck. And it's I think it's like it is his like Instagram handle or it was his Instagram handle. It's like Nick Nick. I'm gonna say Nick Namesmith. Uh, no, but <sighs> um. You know what? Yeah. You were going to say Nick Nemeth, I think. Nemeth. Nick Nick Nemeth. Yeah. Uh, I also had the answer I had on the board was Natalia Neidhart. Oh, shit. She did wrestle as that, but now she's just Natalia. But okay. no, Nick Nemeth. You know what? Yeah, like I said, you were close. We'll give it a half. Was we'll it, give it a foul did ball. I, is that a foul ball? Okay. So. <laughs> a foul ball, because I think he did wrestle as Nick Nemeth at one point. Okay. As well. I guess. Somewhere. I, okay. Okay. I guess I didn't. So, uh, yeah. Foul ball it, and then. <laughs> so her 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 her, her, her real name's uh, her name her full Natalia legal Neidhart. born name, Natalia Neidhart. Yeah, or at least she wrestled as it, and that's her name. Mm. And yeah, Natalia Neidhart. I uh, double O, we skip. I did find record of a man named Otto Oster somewhere, but like I said, <laughs> Otto Oster. Yeah, uh, but let's go on to double P. P. Uh, um, what's a good Paul? There's, uh, I know Pillman is the last name. Uh, is there a Paul, a Peter, Peyton, 
maybe it's a silly one like no Beth Phoenix. I thought that, that, that would maybe get me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> CM Punk. Um, hmm. Double P. Penelope. No, Penelope. Page. It's a page. Something, either first or last name. No. This can't be the one. Pritchard. Is there a Peter Pritchard? <laughs> what, what about uh, Bruce Pritchard's uh, little brother? <laughs> Peter Peter Pritchard? Uh, Page. Adam Hank. No, Adam Page. God, this is tough. I can't even think of any Peters either. The only Peter I think of is Avalon. Uh-huh. Uh, no, this can't be. This can't be the end. Roddy I've got uh, Piper. I got, I've got an older wrestler here, and then a current wrestler's former name on here. Older wrestler. Okay. Um, God damn it! Who has a? Um. Could I say Pat Patterson? Of course, you could say Pat Patterson. Okay. He's a wrestler. He was the first ever at a continental champion. Oh, really? Yeah. Why, th- why did I think uh, he was just like he just booked territories? Why did that's I? That's basically <laughs> he's been a backstage guy for such a long time that uh, yeah. But no, Pat Patterson, Prince Puma as well. Oh shit, that would have been a good one. That would have been a good yeah, one. Yeah, that was Ricochet formal. But yeah. uh, you got the P. He barely got it. He got. It. Uh, we're gonna skip the double Q. Uh, yeah, I don't even know if I found a name, hmm. a made-up name. Uh, double R. Double uh, R. Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley, Ronda Rousey, Robert Roode, Roman Reigns. Oh, there's a lot of R's. Razor Ramon. I didn't even write them all down. There was too many. Jesus Christ. Uh, Double S. Double S. Now, I've been waiting for for Double S because (laughs) if there's one thing that the professional wrestling community needs more of, it's Sean Spears. Sean Spears. Sean Spears. We also got Scott Steiner, Sergeant Slaughter. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, That's a good one. Double T. Double T. This is another one. I will say we only have two left. If you get this, there's one more. But double T, this could be a hard one. Double T, eh? Um, okay, what's a, t- like a Tony, Terry? Uh, oh, no, my fucking boy, Timothy Thatcher. Timothy Thatcher, you got him. My fucking him. boy, uh, my, my, new favorite, <laughs> my new favorite wrestler. How could I let him slip? Well, you know, you don't always think of him because he's hasn't been around as long. He hasn't. But, uh, he hasn't. He was actually, yeah, he was the biggest name on the list here. The other two I got are Terry Taylor and Tyson Tomko. Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't think I know any of those. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to skip the letter U, and there is no W, X, Y, or Z. So this is the final one. Okay. Double V. Double V. Val Venus. Val Venus. Oh, we got him. The gauntlet. The gauntlet. Fucking ran the gauntlet. Had a had a had almost almost <laughs> almost foul almost uh, almost got caught on yeah. a pop fly with two strikes. The host is on your side a bit. Two strikes on a pop fly. The sun got in the uh, fielder's eyes, yeah. and uh, he dropped it. Uh, just 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 in foul territory. <clears throat> oh my god, that was fun. Yeah, it's fun to do. Fun to put together. Fun to, you know. Man. There's far, there's probably a bunch of names I didn't even list, but. We got enough to get through. So and I guess out of all those, w- the double R seems to have the most. Yeah, like I didn't even, I didn't even probably get half of them. Jesus Christ! Ruby Riot. There's Ruby Riot. Oh my God! <laughs> there was a match between Ruby Riot and Ronda Rousey, and we just skipped over. Remember that would have ha- that happened at a pay per view. Yeah, and we just skipped been. over the alliteration. We uh, <laughs> were just like, yeah, this is a match, whatever. Yeah. 
but that happened. Too there we go. Funny. There you have it. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. Can't wait to run another gauntlet soon. But Mike, until then, I have a few questions for you. Yes, a mini gauntlet of its own. A little here. mini gauntlet of its own, of course. Um, we did have on SmackDown last week our main event, our big Jeff Hardy Sheamus culmination in uh, in this bar fight. Yeah, you know. So Mike, I thought we would actually take ourselves outside of the professional ref- wrestling community and bring ourselves to a bar, bring ourselves to a pub. <laughs> Where Mike, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna list off some famous cocktails, and you're gonna have to tell me what's in them. Oh boy! These, okay. I mean, these are cocktails. They, they can have gin, whiskey, soda, uh, yeah. wine, beer. Who knows? Who knows? This is gonna be uh, a challenge. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a challenge. But these are all. These are all. These are all uh, cocktails we've all heard of before. Yeah, yeah. Be as specific. I, I'm, I'm usually. I don't usually do the mixing. So. And be as specific okay. as you can. I'll try. I'll try. To, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna kick <laughs> off. We're gonna kick off uh, initially, or our first one. We have an Irish coffee. An Irish coffee. Um, so it has to be like a specific liquor in it. Um, no. Just, or can I just say coffee with liquor in it? No. You, well, you have to give me the what kind of liquor. It is not the brand. What kind of liquor? But okay, uh, like. I don't have. Wait, I don't have to give you the brand, but the liquor. So you're saying like, okay, the type of liquor. Yes, you have to tell me what is in it, but I'm not going to ask you to list off specifically Smirnoff or yeah, yeah, okay, or okay. or Gordon's Gin. Yeah, yeah, you have to tell me what's in the drink. It doesn't. Uh, Irish coffee, because that makes me think of like a slang term when people would just like pour booze in their coffee to Irish. <laughs> is that am I on the right track, or is that a different kind of? Thing? You are, you are on the white tr- right track. However, I should <laughs> okay. say before I do start these, all of these cocktails are uh, the are approved by the International Bartenders Association. So you can order it at a bar. You could order this at a bar, and uh, they would know what you mean. Okay, an Irish coffee, I will say, is a coffee <laughs> mixed with <laughs> mixed with. Uh, what's the booze? The liquor? Uh, let's say. So Irish, Irish. What booze is from Ireland? Scotch is from Scotland. Uh, Irish. Let's say coffee with whiskey. Hot coffee and whiskey. You got it. That's an Irish coffee. That's it. All right, sweet. That's it. That's Hot it. coffee and whiskey. Hot coffee and Wonderful. whiskey. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the Irish would prefer an Irish whiskey, but uh, you, <laughs> you old-fashioned uh, North Americans can put in your Jack Daniels. There you go. Okay, this All one's right. gonna be, uh, this one's gonna be a little more fun. Or we're still starting off on the easy route, you know. Of course, we we've heard okay. of these things before. Uh, what is in a screwdriver? A screwdriver that is just uh, vodka and orange juice. Vodka and orange juice, baby. Sometimes cocktails can be that simple. Yeah, it's a good, bad, universal standard to go to. It's a pepperoni pizza. It's, it's the pepperoni pizza <laughs> of drinks, Mike. Um, let me ask for you for number three here. Mike, what is a Boilermaker? A Boilermaker? Uh, I've heard the name. I don't think I've ever drank one. Uh, Boilermaker, Boiler, what's Boiler got to do with it? <laughs> uh, makes me think of a big fat belly. Uh, <laughs> a Boiler makes you think of a big fat belly? It's a slang say, look at the Boiler oh, on that look guy. Oh, look at the spare <laughs> tire on that. Uh, the Boilermaker, let's say, uh, 
let's say gin and uh, grapefruit juice. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, when we had the NBA wedding at work, uh, Paul George drank pineapple juice and tequila. That was uh, <laughs> that's what he went for. But no, Mike, uh, that's not what a boiler maker is. A boiler maker is you take a shot of whiskey, you take your beer, you drop the whiskey into your shot into your beer, and have at uh, and have at it. It's a, uh, a bit of a trick question there because there is an element to it. Because if you no, don't, if you don't, no, want if you had to, said Jager bomb, I would have said the way you do it. Said the way you do it, right? Yeah, so that's fair. Fair game. I've never done one of those. Fair game. Never, never done one of those. Yeah, it's uh, you're getting yeah. a lot right there. Okay, Mike. Uh, next up, we're getting a little more complicated with our cocktails. We're looking for a Moscow Mule. A Moscow Mule. I'm gonna say there's vodka in it because of the Moscow. Because <laughs> of the Moscow element. Yeah. Moscow Mule. What's the Mule? So it's got some kick to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Moscow Mule. Ah, damn. I'm gonna say um, vodka, soda, lemon. You know, Mike, you were pretty close in that. You said vodka, soda, lemon. You know what? You were far off. Uh, swap that lemon for a lime. Oh. And it's not soda that gives it the little kick. It's actually ginger beer that gives it the kick. Vodka, ginger beer. Ginger okay. beer. And, of course, all these drinks have various, you know, little, you know, you, gar- you may put a garnish of this, but we're not necessarily looking for, a, yeah. for the garnish of a, you know, whatever. Uh, we're going to keep moving on here because I know that you know, I know you've heard of this drink. I'm sure you've tasted this drink before. But, Mike, what is in a mojito? A mojito. Uh... So there's some peppermint. Uh, what's the liquor? Is it gin? Uh, or is it? Uh, I'm going to say gin, peppermint. Uh, is there one more ingredient? Uh, we would be looking for <laughs> one more ingredient. Yeah. Not that I'm necessarily. <laughs> uh, I'll just say gin, peppermint, uh, tonic water. <laughs> yeah, you're 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 on you're on you're on the uh, you're on the right path there. We're actually looking for soda water, not tonic water. Soda water. Um, but our liquor in a mojito, according to the International uh, Bartenders Association, uh, white rum. White rum. Okay. White rum. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're doing well though. You're doing well though. We still have a few more though. We still have a few more to get yeah. us through, Mike. If uh, if you were up at, at a bar and I was you know a customer and I was to approach you. Uh, and ask you for a Tom Collins, uh, what what would you be grabbing for? Tom Collins, uh, let's say, part Collingwood. (laughs) (laughs) Collingwood is uh, Tom Collins. Uh, Let's say... uh, Let's say. What's the what's the li- what's the liquor gonna be? Let's start. Let's start there. What's our base? Dark rum. That's dark rum that's, that's and good? butterscotch liqueur. 
<laughs> butterscotch <laughs> no mike that's not a that'd be, i don't know what that i don't know what that drink would even that's taste a like reynolds. that's a is that's that a, a burt reynolds? reynolds is that what a burt reynolds is someone made it for me once and i thought maybe that was but no it could be close <laughs> you know i don't think tom collins is a real person though tom, tom collins is made uh from gin it's gin lemon juice and soda water Ah, I was way off on that one. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> That's okay. It's whatever. So what, is Tom Collins, is Shirley Temple a real person? Shirley Temple was a real person. Wasn't like Little Orphan Annie? Uh, no, is Little Orphan Annie? I don't <laughs> I know, think Little Orphan Annie's a real person. <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm just fine. Uh, yes, we still, serve me up We the next. still have three more drinks to prepare, Mike, because uh, the breakfast rush at our little brunch mon pop brunch restaurant is slamming right now and all these customers are coming in on a sunday uh early afternoon you know it's like 12 30 and they're mm -hmm. looking to order themselves a caesar a caesar mm -hmm. so not a bloody mary uh a caesar the two are virtually virtu no they're virtually actually like very very similar one virtually the same yes but, virtually uh, the same i'll sort of accept either answer uh okay they are I'll very just say, very close uh, I think it's just a uh, vodka tomato juice. And then, you know, if you want to put the pepper on the rim and the celery in the glass. Of, I don't know. Is it <laughs> yeah. vodka tomato juice? Yes, you are there, of course. However, there is that one word of the sauce that really separates the Caesar from just your average Bloody Mary. Mm. The clam juice? <laughs> no, no, no. That's what the Clamato has. <laughs> we were looking for Worcestershire. Oh, Worcestershire sauce is the uh, <laughs> is the it's you know it's this hot sauce kind of thing um, that that really brings out that that classic Caesar flavor. But in Canada, they use clam juice. Um, so yeah, they I think that's like the difference is the clamatos gross. The clamatos. Um, okay, okay, Mike, we're still okay. we're still playing the game. We still have two more. We still have two more yes. here. Um, you know, it's a classy crowd out here at this um, at this social club, here, you know, here in the uh, on Madison Avenue in New York City, uh -huh. and uh, uh, um, someone comes in and they want uh, a name titular with the area they are in, and they ask you to make them a Manhattan. A Manhattan. Uh, I can picture it. <laughs> I can picture Bart Simpson making one for the mafia. Yes, Bart Simpson makes a mean Manhattan for Fat Tony yeah, in that one but, episode. <laughs> but I'm trying to picture the ingredients he uses. Because he pours it out and it looks like it's brown, the liquid. Ooh. Um, okay. Some good so. Simpsons deduction. Wow, this is incredible. <laughs> and I know there's like a little cherry in it, I think. So it's more of a sweet drink. Uh, a Manhattan. Manhattan. Uh, dark drink, dark rum. Uh, let's just say dark rum and cola. <laughs> so a rum and coke <laughs> <laughs> with the but cherry you, in it. Well, you know what? You uh, you were you were you were you were so close on this. Uh, I love that you use the Simpsons logic. What we're actually looking for in Manhattan is whiskey, not uh, mm. not dark rum, uh, vermouth, and bitters. Bitters are probably uh -huh. the uh, the the cherry element that you saw yeah, being I put into so. the drink. So you're real close. But Mike, we have one more drink, uh, a drink th as old as time. You know, it stood the test. This stood the test of time. Uh, they oftentimes taste so bad. 
Yet so many people <laughs> continue to drink them. Uh, according to the International Bartenders Association, what's in a martini? A martini? Okay. It's got to be gin. <laughs> I said gin a lot. <laughs> I'm going to say it's a gin. Uh, dry gin. Uh, Good. The dry, the drier, the better, I'm sure. Yeah, martini. What else is in it? Gin. Uh, yeah, it's not just gin in a glass. <laughs> although <laughs> that might, olive. although that's my, the olive. That's important. That's an important the feature. The olive and the toothpick. So, so those are the two of the three. Uh, we're looking for one more ingredient to make yeah, it not, not just gin in a cup. And it can't be tonic because that's just a gin and tonic. Right? <laughs> you can't fool me with that rum and coke again. <laughs> or is it uh, gin? What's another clear liquid? <laughs> uh we uh we just we um to give you a little hint we just we just would have poured some using our uh Manhattan uh gin and whiskey <laughs> really giving it that nice light brown uh, I forget all the I forget the ingredients you told me already Manhattan Mike yeah. you're so close you got three out of the four the final ingredient in a martini that we're looking for is vermouth. Vermouth, okay, that damn vermouth. That damn vermouth. Uh, I don't even know what it is. Pardon? I said I don't even know what it is. I think it's, uh, I think. Does it come from a leaf? It, I don't think it comes from a leaf, no. <laughs> I want to use, I want to say fortified wine, if that kind of makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but. Um, well, I don't even, I don't think I've ever had a martini anyways. No, and. Uh, I feel like you'd have to order one. You don't just make one yourself. No one's just going around making. At least for a first timer. You know, just making themselves gin martinis. Yeah. Like, oh, I think uh, anytime I ever make a drink, there's just two ingredients. There's the booze and there's the mix. That's right. <laughs> it's either cola or juice or something. Well, you know, I mean, maybe a screwdriver or an Irish coffee is for you. I mean, even a <laughs> martini is just gin and vermouth. You just need yeah. some olives. I, uh, see, I was hoping you were going to give me some white Russians or some pina coladas. Uh, drinks that I know. It doesn't matter. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Of course it was. It was fun, Mike. And that was our trivia. That was the trivia. Yes, a great, a great addition. Well, Mike, let's uh, let's keep kicking on with our Wednesday Night War because, I don't know, war's tough. The, uh, if there's <laughs> so one hear. thing that I know nothing about, it is the, gru the the grueling nature of war, and that occurs every Wednesday night for our viewing pleasure. And let's start off this week's Wednesday Night War with our friends over on TNT. We're talking to AEW Dynamite. AEW, all elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. We are here on AEW. And uh, they just jump right off with a big match. I thought it might have been the main event, but they're throwing at us the 10-man tag, the inner circle, taking on the best friends, teamed with Orange Cassidy and Jurassic Express. And, uh, yeah, you know, they just kick off with a banger. It's just a nice, fun match. Orange Cassidy does all his fun stuff. We get the big five-man mega hug. Uh, yeah, they were in control, but then uh, I think at one point, Luchasaurus mask just kind of, like, broke, almost came off a couple times. Did you catch that? I don't think I caught that, no. Yeah, I don't know. He was fine. Um, eventually, it comes down to Luchasaurus and Sammy Guevara in the ring. Sammy climbs up to the top rope when Matt Hardy's music hits. So Sammy and the referee, they both look up. They're distracted. But Matt just shows up from behind, shoves him off. 
Uh, and then Luchasaurus hits a big roundhouse kick to get the win. Yeah, so, big uh, kicks, big kicks. Big kicks. A lot of fun. I guess uh, Matt, Matt was supposed to fight Sammy before he got suspended, so I guess they're going to follow through with that. Yeah, I guess just fin yeah, finish what they started there. Yeah, uh, so, you know, uh, yeah, that was that was the match, I thought. Yeah. So let's, write, let's <laughs> that just was move it. right on. Yo, you, you can keep rolling. You can keep rolling. That was it. No, I don't know. For some reason, I thought that uh, something more would happen from it, but it was still just a fun match. But uh, anyways, we got the TNT title match coming up next because Cody is defending against Warhorse. And I got to say, Justin Roberts here did a great job introducing him. Did you catch those introductions? Yes, I did. Um, putting him <laughs> over as hell. Yeah, he said, weighing in 4,000 pounds of raw heavy metal, and he's here to rule ass. This is War Horse. So, yeah, great intro. Uh, he looked pretty cool. He's got his Ultimate Warrior face paint, the denim vest on. and Yeah, he's just kind of like that Ultimate Warrior character. He's just headbanging during the match. The crowd's chanting heavy metal, so... It was fun. I liked him. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, it's a good look, and it's nice to see. It's fun to see uh, just random indie guys coming up to uh, have a match with Cody. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, I guess his big moment of the match, he hits this macho man like elbow drop off the top rope, and Jr. was going nuts over that. But uh, Cody fights back. He targets the leg of the war horse, and he locks in that figure four to earn the submission win. So he's uh, been using that figure four a lot lately. He's putting that over. A little more, yeah. I feel as though in recent memory also the uh, the crossroads is means less and less. Yeah, a lot of people kick Because now out. it's taken two, sometimes even three to knock someone down. But, I mean, <laughs> hey, if figure four works for Ric Flair, I mean, surely it can work for this blonde, this, this blonde guy. <laughs> of course. On, on TNT. Uh, <laughs> but uh, after the match, the Dark Order come out and they just start attacking both men. So uh, Arn Anderson gets in the ring and he's ready to take him on by himself when uh, the former Zack Ryder, now known as Matt Cardona, his real name, he comes out. He's making his AEW debut and he just, uh, you know, beats up the Dark Order, hits a couple of Rough Riders, which I'm sure will have a new name, his finisher. Is that was that but, what it kind of looked like when he like jumps up and puts his crotch yeah, in the face? Yeah, and he just like, and then he like <laughs> yeah, that was the Rough Rider. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I heard someone say they should call it the Cardona virus. That would be a great. One. <laughs> no, that that would not. That would credit. not be great. It'd be great. It's topical. <laughs> it's topical. <laughs> uh, but anyways, he'll name it something. And uh, at the end, he does his little pose, the throwing up the L and the I for Long Island, or Strong Island, as Jr. says. Oh, okay. I didn't get what that was for. L I. Yeah, he's just from Long Island. Oh, so way to go! Oh, congratulations. Yeah, he's here. He celebrates with Cody and Arn, but uh, we'll see. All of Cody's friends. Something bad always seems to happen between them. Everyone. So. <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho, though, he comes out with the inner circle, cuts a promo, and uh, officially challenges Orange Cassidy to a debate next week. So uh, are we going to hear OC talk? Well, that's, you know, if you, if you want to you call out your enemy on their weaknesses and watch Orange Cassidy's only noticeable weakness we're not sure if he knows how to talk i don't mean like yeah. knows how to give a promo i mean he could be a mute who's uh who's gonna say their first word uh orange cassidy or dexter loomis Ooh, well i mean Who it seems like first? oh i mean you know or is this whole oc thing gonna be a a ruse we're never actually gonna hear him or is he gonna be able to win the debate with pure body language alone <laughs> yeah just thumbs up and just thumbs subtle down. points and kicks and yeah 
so we'll find out. We'll find out. But uh, we get a contract signing as FTR make it official. They put ink to paper to become members of AEW, but uh, they have one last demand. They want a tag team appreciation night, which will happen August 12th, I guess. Because, so. God damn it, tag team wrestling. Yeah, AEW, they got a good thing with their tag team. So, uh, But then Hangman Page comes in to celebrate with them. Their new contracts, he's got a bottle of whiskey and glasses, and he just pours some for everyone and pours himself a nice, healthy glass to the brim mm-hmm. and just downs a bunch. But, uh, yeah, he's got to get ready for a match, though. So uh, let's see how he does. Hangman Page and Kenny Omega defending those tag titles against Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. Um, and, uh, yeah, before the match can even start, Hangman attacks Dark Order, and they're just kind of beating him up while Kenny does his entrance, and, yeah, they're off the bat. They're not on the same page. They kind of bicker a bit in the corner. But, uh, you know, they figure it out. They start hitting their moves, their tag team combos, uh, and then eventually, yeah, they get that, they hit the last call, get the win. But the tease. The tease, they keep doing the teases, uh. Yeah, afterwards, Brody Lee's all pissed off at the Dark Order for losing, so he smacks him around a bit, and Hangman just kind of laughs at him, so Bro- Brody calls him out to, yeah, Hangman, you're going to pay now, so the Bucks come out, Dark Order, and everyone just starts brawling, and... Uh, FTR? FTR, yeah, they come out at the end, they smash the cooler on Brody, which is their new spot, I like doing <laughs> that, the foam cooler, uh, so all hell breaks loose, and eventually the Elite and the FTR clear the ring, they stand tall. They stand tall. FTR, man. FTR, good guys. The good guys for Hangman. <laughs> well, I mean, they seem to like Adam Hangman Page, but, you know, what are their feelings yeah. towards Mr. Ah, Mr. Kenny's Omega? a bitter old man. Kenny needs to snap and go crazy. They're trying to bring it out of Kenny. They're saying, Kenny, you've been too soft. You've been in AEW eight months. What have you accomplished? Besides tag Besides teams. being the longest reigning <laughs> tag champs. Yeah. Who the, Where's the, who, is, who are the uh, champions before them? Uh, there was uh, SCU. That's who it was. was. I think that's who they beat. Yeah, I guess yeah. It's only been the two. Because yeah, I mean, uh, you know, they they've been holding onto that belt for a long, long time now, and uh, eventually they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to lose. Yeah, could it be FTR? It could. You know, they get close with Hangman, and maybe it's all a ruse. Maybe they're not actually his friend. Yeah, it could be. Then I will say they were bad, but until then, until then, they're very nice. Yeah, good people, just like this next person, Britt Baker. Who cuts a promo just saying, Big Swole, you want to fight me? Well, first you got to beat an opponent of my choosing. So we'll find out next week or whenever. Maybe it'll be Reba. Ooh, Reba. <laughs> Reba. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but we do get some women's action. Hukaru Shida in a tune-up match against Diamante, who I think we saw debut the other week. But uh, I like her. It's Diamante. She's scrappy. Uh, but, you know, the champ, Shida, she hits her big running knee, gets a three count. Which is, uh, which is the, yeah, sure. Was this unfortunate? I yeah. think this may have been, unfortunately, our only women's action this evening. Yeah, the only, uh, Baker had a thing. Yeah, she had her little promo. Little, and then I thing. think afterwards we find out more details about the women's tag team cup tournament. Oh, yes, you're right. You're right. But this was our yeah. only in the ring stuff. Yeah. So they tell us it's going to be the tournament's going to be a random draw. So all competitors just kind of draw a color and then you match colors up from to form a team. So you know, don't know who you're going to be with until it happens. So That's so fun. 
it is, yeah, it's a fun little thing, and uh, I think we get a glimpse of the trophy at one point. It's kind of sitting. Yeah, it was in the off building. in the you know off in the. Uh, it didn't look. I didn't. It looked much better than that uh, women's battle royal trophy, the one that just kind of looks uh, like. Uh, yeah. Like a. It looked like a real sports trophy. Yeah, this one looks like actual thing that people would strive to win. <laughs> yeah, and who knows? Maybe this. Uh, maybe after the winner gets it, they'll say, "Here's the tag belts to go with it." Yeah, who knows? But uh, I think at some point they also showed Nyla Rose drawing her color, and they revealed her partner, who is Ariana Andrew. Oh yeah, so oh an AA. Um, <laughs> AA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, so so here's one thing that got confused me there. Oh, yeah, did you have any idea who she was? So um, I didn't. But what ref- confused me was that she looked down the barrel of the camera and said, I'm back. And my thought to myself was, huh, who? <laughs> yeah. Did you so, go- uh, who were you to go somewhere and then return, Mike? I'd love a little bit of uh, insight. Yes. So she was formerly known as Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. In WWE. Where she started off, she was like a partner with Naomi, mm-hmm. known as the Funkadactyls. They were like the manager for Brodus Clay, and then they branched off on their own. But uh, obviously, Naomi was the better wrestler of the two, and, and Cameron and, got released. And when did she? When did we last see her on television, Mike? Uh, when did she? Oh, uh, probably like six years. Six ago. Six years ago. It's ah, probably been a okay. while. Yeah. So. Um... You know, certainly uh, not with. But she was never like even when she did, she wrestled about as much as like Lana, you know. Mm-hmm. And she was probably not as good as Lana. And certainly not within my <laughs> time. And it was difficult to be, to or it was just so odd to hear someone say I'm back, and then my mind yeah. just draw a total blank of, who the fuck are you? Like I had, you could have been, you didn't, you could have been new. No, I'm sure that there was a ton of people who didn't know because even in the WWE world, she barely made a mark. So. It was so bizarre, so bizarre. She got but... way more total divas was where she got more airtime than anything. Oh, nice going, girl. But uh, anyway, she's here. Maybe she's improved. We'll give her a shot. She's got Nyla Rose on her side. But uh, anyways, up next, MJF is making his way to the ring. He's got to uh, do some sort of political address and as he's walking out he's got all these little handlers and these big nice posters beside him all these like political things and i don't know it was nice they had everything you know uh, people are sanitizing his hands for him giving him water and they got the american flag set up the podium it's got the pattern to match his scarf little, uh, <laughs> yeah his fucking scarf pattern. Yeah. And he's got a secretary a security team so and then he just goes on and, you know does what mjf does great just talks on the mic Cuts a great promo, insults the fans while doing like a political talking about representing change. And he calls out John Moxley and he challenges him for the world title, announcing his candidacy, candidacy for the belt <laughs> at uh, All Out. So he's laying down a challenge. That's to be a huge match, MJF versus Moxley. Not only will this be a huge match, Mike, we were talking earlier in the night of the shooties. Um, were the considerations for promo of the year, Mike, is something you always have to consider. Yeah. Uh, this was this was a, fa- a fantastic showing by MJF. And John Moxley's pretty damn good at these two. Like, this builds to all out 
which is September or something, I guess, uh, is going to be uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> fan-fucking-tastic. You know, I mean, because I got to say, after hearing MJF speak tonight, I mean, he's kind of got a point. Like, I mean, AEW did begin as this as this product, this revolutionary product, you know, ho- uh, you know, uh, full of the industry's best and brightest. But what, over the last six months, it's just kind of become a refuge for WWE outcasts. John Moxley's no different than this kind of group of people. You know, MJF, a homegrown talent from this division, wants change. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm uh, excited to see this feud, this match, everything about it. This could be great. Of course. And it uh, it takes Moxley or, um, yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, let's get to the main event. Let's get to the main event because, yes, Moxley himself is teaming up with Darby Allen to take on uh, Brian Cage and Ricky Starks. Uh, no DQs in this match. And uh, during the heels entrance, Darby Allen just comes diving in off the entrance tunnel. And everyone just starts brawling all, all around the ring. We get some chairs. We get garbage cans. Uh, and, you know, Moxley and Darby, they work well together. They're, they're uh, very similar styles. Just two crazy, reckless guys. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, eventually they hit this cool paradigm shift coffin drop combo onto Cage. But he kicks out. So, uh yeah, they're keeping him looking strong, so they target that arm, working over that surgically repaired arm, uh, until eventually Darby goes under the ring and grabs a skateboard, but the the deck is covered in thumbtacks, so he climbs up to the top rope and then drops in, hits a big slam, slams the board onto the back of Stark, and uh, that gets the three count. Ooh, that looked uh, that looked that looked that looked painful. Yeah, Stark's back is a bloody pincushion and. Uh, that's two weeks in a row with thumbtack spots on it. Yeah, what are the odds of that? Always always fun to see those thumbtacks. Hmm. You're always going to get, you know, I feel like the pain is pretty short term and it's a great visual. Who knows? I, personally, I've never been power bombed on top of a little pile of uh, thumbtacks. <laughs> but uh, like it would hurt. It would hurt, but, yeah. <laughs> but I think for the most part, within a week, you know, you're all right. I guess, yeah, probably. As long as like one doesn't like get stuck in there. Like the doctor's yeah. like, we don't know. It's too far in. <laughs> wow, well, that'd be pretty. You'd have to slam pretty hard. You'd have to slam uh, pretty hard in that thing. But yeah, that was it. Uh, that was fun, and I think they announced at the end that next week it's going to be Moxley versus Darby Allen for the world title. Darby Allen's had like three separate title opportunities. I think he had one against yeah. Cody and Chris Jericho, and now Moxley. Like for a guy and slowly, who, and he's been floating around really, like never yeah. in a true. You know, he hasn't really been in a program with anybody just kind of floating around getting title opportunities yeah picks up these big wins here and there and uh i guess it's enough to climb the rankings yeah it shows it shows uh really what it must be you know to be that fan favorite where we can put him in with anybody and the fans really like it yeah yeah and like we said about mjf another homegrown talent Mm -hmm. the young guy getting a shot so yeah very much so we'll see that'll be fun That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Some thing to look forward to um, until next week. So let's switch gears now uh, because we've just been uh, at Daly's Place. One thing I love about Daly's Place is the you, you catch when the sun's going down. Like the first kind of 45 minutes to half of the show, it's actually very, very bright outside. And then night falls. Um, one thing that goes along with being outside is you get the natural reverberation of a space. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's gotta be hot though for them to wrestle. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's, oh, they got fans. <laughs> I'm sure they have fans. But um, they got fans. It's uh, it's the feeling. You know, it's how how awkward life would be if there was no reverb around you, right? Like if you didn't hear the sounds of your own voice reverberating just through the room, just through the room of your mm-hmm. house, and you know everything would be like in a constant uh, anechoic chamber, right? We're all be like an outer space. All sound just dies like an outer space. And if you're looking for a place that sounds awkward as hell, you should make your way over to the Performance Center because it is NXT. And you don't like the way it sounds? Yeah, comparatively speaking. Ooh, I don't no, know. I no, love the no. banging on the thunder. I love the banging. No, no, no. It's as soon as you hear anybody talk and it's like you hear, oh, I can't do it. I can't do There's it. There's hecklers. I can't do it. I need, I need the space. I need the reverb space. But we're here on a Performance Center and we're fully roofed in. AC is blasting. <laughs> um, the woman with the huge biceps and the you can't see me face mask, she is still there. Because this is NXT. NXT. But, um, what does it mean? But, um, I don't know, but, but it's but, good but, wrestling. But, 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 so NXT. But, um, watch and see. But, um, gotta tap out a count out but, um, one, two, three. So, <laughs> have you seen this yeah, one? Have you was. seen this woman, by the way? Uh, I'm sure I have, but uh, not. I She's didn't been at like because now it's like the same crew at like every single NXT, Raw and SmackDown taping. Like that's their job is to yeah. be the crowd. And there's this one woman. She's short, blonde. She wears a you can't see me lime green face mask. Just and like you don't see anything. She's huge. maybe it was Dana Brooke. No, no, it's not. I no, it's not Dana Brooke. This is <laughs> I might, dare I say, bigger muscles than Dana Brooke. Oh, dare I say uh, shorter, (laughs) so more defined. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. I don't want. I don't don't want to get into it. But you'll see her next time. You'll be like, holy shit! How do we get her power bombing people as soon as we can? Um, But (laughs) this week on NXT, uh, I believe we open with a tag team match. Yeah, some of the other women in the performance center, Uh, the ones not. Yeah, the ones on camera and uh, hair and makeup. (laughs) Yeah, we got Io Shirai teaming up with Tegan Knox to take on Candice LeRae and Dakota Kai. And uh, yeah, just a fun little match. Io and Kai kind of, you know, they got a little feud going on. And uh, But Io, the champ, just continues to look good. Um, eventually, Tegan, she hits a shiniest wizard on Candice, which allows Io to follow up with her sweet moonsault, which looked a little scary this week. She kind of landed like right on Candice's head almost. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, but she gets the win. Candice is fine, I think. So, uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. And yeah, th- uh, yeah, that's that, that's a that's about it. That's about it. You know, um, having Dakota Kai really attack Yoshirai and during their entrances kind of set that tone that it was going to be fast paced and physical. And uh, it was that. All four look great. A lot of energy. And um, yeah, like you said, with those plexiglass barriers, the only thing is, it just like it just it's something new that nobody's doing. Yeah. That's the only that's that's like that's the coolest kind of part and the the crowd was uh the crowd was real hot for this match. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um then they did play a video of the Adam Cole Pat McAfee confrontation. So I I don't know. I still think it's part of the show. Of course show. It's, it's news across the world. <laughs> How would you not talk about this? Yeah. So they show that and then uh we get Johnny Gargano taking on Roderick Strong and just some good old wrestling here, chain wrestles on the mat. Uh Eventually, Gargano hits the one final beat. DDT gets the win. I like that thing. That's a good looking. Uh, yeah, that's a good move. He doesn't use the uh, Gargano escape anymore right now. Yeah, we're we're off no, of a, that. It's nice that uh, he's a heel. Yeah, it's a heel thing. I mean, 
so yeah, no, are, is, submissions are never a face move, right? Ah, uh, some faces use them, like Becky and stuff. Yeah, disarmor. Yeah. Anyone else? I can't. Oh, just, I nothing know, comes to mind. Yeah, because when you think of something being greasy Daniel and Bryan. grimy, uh, who knows what Daniel Bryan is? Are we? Has he been on TV lately? <laughs> I think Bree's like two weeks from pregnant, so I oh think he's like God, on Oh my God, he's almost one. a daddy. Well, times two, he's already a daddy. Oh, he's already a father. Oh, that's so nice. Anyways, yeah. he's, remember little Birdie? I do. I don't. Birdie Bryan. But I think I. I think I do. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no reason well, for me to remember somebody's her name, baby. Birdie. But yeah, I think because she has a wild name, I can't wait for this one to be named Goose, or <laughs> yeah. maybe Flower. Falcon if it's a boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, but let's go on here. We go backstage when uh, Adam Cole, Bobby Fish, Roderick Strong—they're all kind of hanging out, feeling a little glum. When Kyle O'Reilly makes his official return. And the beard is here with him. It seems it's here to stay. Beautiful. Suits him. You know, he looks a bit older. He looks more tough. I like it. Now he's now he's the grizzled veteran. Of course, it certainly adds to you know put a put a pair of jeans and a flannel on him and bring out the true Canadian who is Kyle O'Reilly. And I picture him wearing one of those hats. uh, What are they called? The ones that Sami Zayn always wears. Oh uh, yeah, it's like a Kangol hat, but the but you face it the other way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever that's called. Uh, yeah, <laughs> those things. Those but uh, they're back. Undisputed Era. They got full strength. They're back in business. So, uh, yeah, they're ready. They're ready. Yeah, it's great to see Kyle O'Reilly's return. Yes. Pumped. Uh, but we got some more women's action. Shotzi Blackheart taking on Mercedes Martinez, who is now officially representing the Robert Stone brand. And Yeah, she's joined by Stone and Aaliyah at ringside, but... Shotzi fights hard. She gets lots of good moves in, but uh, the bigger Martinez, she hits this crazy release German suplex off the top rope and then follows up with an air raid to get the win. So Robert Stonebrand finally has itself a winner. Are you allowed? Is she allowed to call it an air raid? I thought that was... Uh, Well, someone else, I mean, the commentary called it that. So is that the name of the move or is that... Chomp. I think that's the name of the move. Oh, okay. See, I always uh, thought that was the name of like Champa doing it was called. I the mean, air maybe raid. I don't know. I'm not 100, uh, but because we'll she'll probably call. Because one thing else. that's always funny, especially that I noticed, and it's literally one letter difference, is the difference between the angle lock and the ankle lock. Like those are two <laughs> different moves, as far as Michael Cole is concerned. Uh, yeah. If Kurt Angle's doing it, it's the angle lock, and if he's not, like if Chad Gay, or if literally anybody else does it, he's got him in the yeah. ankle lock, and it's one letter, but you can always hear that one letter. And uh, yeah, it's like a, a Batista bomb. If anyone else does it, it's just a sit-out power bomb. Or yeah, what's it called? A bunch of other moves. Uh, like doesn't that. Uh, what does what does Kevin Owens call his or, pop-up? Well, his is slightly different because the pop-up. But anyway, Nyla Rose does the monster bomb. It's all the same. Yeah, I wonder. I guess. I guess like the stunner. Like there's. Yeah, I guess there are those few moves that there's only one way to really call it. Yeah. Otherwise, people are like, "Hey, we know what you're trying." I mean, even like you know, a big elbow is just like you can kind of call it an elbow, like you know, an elbow from the top rope, and nobody nobody says boo. Although the insane elbow or a leg drop, (laughs) yeah, the rainmaker elbow or a diamond cutter. Um, anyways, let's go on to Keith Lee comes out, cuts a little promo on Karrion Cross, but, uh, Cameron Grimes comes out <laughs> to cut a little slimy promo, but, uh, Lee just takes him out 
And then Scarlet appears on the ramp and just points to the screen so Karrion Cross can cut his little promo. But uh, no in-person from him. No hourglass. No hourglass from him. Cameron Grimes is the fucking man. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, you know, he could earn his, I'm sure he's in one of the qualifying matches for this ladder thing. I believe, in the coming I believe weeks. he probably will be. He was my last week way too early choice to win this North American yeah. championship. And I still think so. Uh, yeah. At the very least, he should be in the match. At the very least, yeah. He's a big boy, too. I think he's like, he's like 6'3 or something. He's like a, he's not, he's no, a big he's person. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just not as cut as some of the Well, guys. you know, it's not all about aesthetics, Mike. No, he's supposed to be grimy. I want him to be, be grimy. slimy and grimy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, then we get some tag team action. Imperium is finally back, the tag champs, taking on Everrise, the jobbers. Yes, so, of course, you know the, uh, the nonstop losers of the WWE tag division. One, one thing that's nice about having yeah. all the shows at the PC is that uh, WWE has said, doesn't have to go off and find local talent when they go to new places. They can just constantly take Everrise and be yeah. like, Everrise, okay, you got to be at work tomorrow at 3. <laughs> and they're like, okay, and then they go lose. Okay, Everrise, we need you back on uh, Thursday at 1. They're like, okay. Yeah, um, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> uh, just a little, nice little tune-up match for Imperium. They hit their... European bomb get the win, and uh, they go to cut a promo after, and that's when Undisputed Era come out and just beat them all down. So maybe they're looking to get back those tag titles. Looking to get back in the race, you know. I think we were saying the other week we may have asked ourselves, hey, where are these NXT tag titles? Because, you know, Imperium, they won and then seemingly left uh, everything. We never saw them again. And then I kind of thought to myself just while I was watching this, I didn't realize they were gone. I was we we've been so busy with this whole you know Keith Lee and the double title thing with Adam Cole Velveteen Dream before that I feel like we've been so busy with so much other stuff on NXT I haven't really forgotten about these belts that makes sense no exactly yeah, yeah. we had the cruiserweight tournament I gotta say like well. yeah this was some great booking on uh, just kind of these belts having these belts around. Yeah, so hopefully we can get them back into prominence. Cause Seems like we was... will. I mean, of course, uh, it's like it's isn't it called like Takeover Thirty or something? Is the one scheduled yeah, before so SummerSlam? Yeah, that Slam? should be. Yeah, that should be considered a big deal, right? Yeah, 30? I mean, it's XXX. Yeah, <laughs> maybe or maybe there's a, there could there could be a lesser Roman numeral, or it's not. No, it's so it's just, just triple, triple X, X, baby. Yeah, they've done it. WrestleMania Thirty with Triple mm-hmm. X as well. So, uh, but. We'll get there. They'll have a tag title match, hopefully, on the show. Oh, very much Again, so. Someone. Not Everize, though. Please. Oh, absolutely not. No, they'll, 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 <laughs> no I, I have a feeling this isn't the last we've seen of Everize there, Mike. <laughs> Eventually, they'll they'll work their way up the card, maybe, but uh, not. Until now. then? Yes. Everfall. Everfall. <laughs> uh, but then we go to Isaiah Swerve Scott taking on Jake Atlas in just a fun little cruiserweight match. No Escobar on the show this week. Nope. But uh, anyways, Jake Atlas, he uh, hey, he hits like a Murphy's Law type move off the middle rope for a big near fall. But then Swerve hits a JML driver for the win. Another great looking move. It's, uh, yeah, this is, when there was only, yeah, this one little, we had no Hell Heel Del Fantasma. We had no him. Of course, yeah. it was our only cruiserweights. We only had, uh, we had, we had a couple bits of women's action. Man, Raw, why does Raw do that third hour? Money. Is it worth it though? USA, they're like, well, more ads. And well, but well, I wonder, you know, because of course, Raw's been three hours for years and years and years now. You think 
SmackDown, when they moved over to Fox, was that even entertained? Or is it, uh, do they realize how difficult that third hour is to fill? I mean, I don't know. They might have wanted it, but I maybe don't know. it, maybe, maybe it never happened. Yeah. Either way, let's just hope that, uh, it doesn't. <laughs> no, of course, of course. Well, like I mean, even the lately, the pay per views have been shorter than your average. It's draw. been it's horror it, show was like two uh, and a half hours. It's been fucking crazy! Like, how do we get Raw down to two hours? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's not up to it's us. Not up to us, unfortunately. But uh, we do have one more match here on NXT. We get uh, the main event, the Triple Threat winner advances to that North American Title Ladder match. We got Dexter Loomis taking on Timothy Thatcher, taking on Finn Balor. And, you know, this match was uh, it was more of a brawler's choice, even though uh, Finn, he's a smaller guy, but he's more into the striking than the high flying. So mm-hmm. we had lots of fun stuff here. Just big hits, big kicks, punches, submissions. Uh, eventually, Balor hits the coup de gras on Dexter Loomis. But Thatcher then applies Balor into this uh, grapevine ankle lock. He's got him locked in in a dangerous spot. But then Loomis just comes crawling up from behind and just locks in the silence on Thatcher and Timothy passes out. So Dexter Loomis is your winner. Why? And Why he... is that the ending? Well, you didn't like this? No. I like... Timothy Thatcher, Timothy Thatcher it... should not be getting choked out. No, but it was in a legit way. He was so distracted. If, you know, if you were handcuffed and I came up behind you and choked you out. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's, let's apply this exact example to you and I <laughs> and see yeah. how we would react. Um, yeah, I mean, I, Lu- Dexter Loomis in that ladder match is huge because he's, he's he, I mean, he's got to be one of the crazy. he's got he's got to be the biggest guy in the match so far, at least. Ah, um, uh, well, Bronson Reed's in He's there. a different kind of big, though. You know, he's he's, uh, he's brown <laughs> yeah. big instead of that kind of like he's built a potato, built up big. Yeah, just yeah. just Timothy Thatcher lose, losing uh, well via submission is just isn't isn't the ending I wanted because I've been such a, th- I'm a Thatcher craze lately. You I've know? got a feeling that uh, he may find his uh, maybe for the fifth spot they'll have a last chance battle royal, some kind of some kind of a wild card spot. Yeah, they like doing or that. Something like that, which would be for all the losers. <laughs> For all the losers. But that being said, a ladder match isn't uh, Thatcher's style. He's a fight pit man. You know, <laughs> exactly. so we need so. we need someone else, you know. I mean, Dexter Loomis, Timothy Thatcher in the fight pit. Now, that's a program we can all get That could be. Him. Maybe if uh, Loomis wins the title, then Thatcher says, bring it to the fight pit. Bring it to the fight pit, Let's baby. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. I don't know. Uh, yeah, that being said, it was it was it was a very unique finish uh, with three guys, all very different styles. So yeah, like you said, we have Bronson Reed and Dexter Loomis so far in this. Yeah, uh, so you got a five man, five man, five man, okay. five man. So you know, Cameron Grimes, you want to give one spot yeah, to Grime, him? Grimes, uh, Grimes is getting in. Uh, Damian Priest, he'll probably take up one of those. Possibly, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, maybe the wild card Thatcher can sneak his way back. Possibly. Because, you know, that's what I think. It should be a five men, five fresh faces, no Finn Balors, no Garganos, five guys who haven't won it before. Yeah, no one from the Undisputed Era. Uh, yeah. No Tommaso. Uh, the new. Tommaso Ciampa yeah. won that belt before? Uh, no, no, he hasn't. No. Uh, maybe he could be a surprise one. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It would, uh, we haven't seen him it, since he got. It would make him uh, a, a, a crown, a triple crown. What's it called? Yeah, triple crown. Triple crown is that the word? It sounds dumb when I'm saying it though. Yeah, the grand, grand slam. Grand slam. The that's one. the word I was looking for. Well, no, that, that, that you need. Oh, I guess you is can't that's do a fourth. That that's a fourth, right? Yeah. If the if he won the cruiserweight title as well, then he could be there a grand you go. slam. Throw him in. 
Throw him in. Yeah, I'm sure he's. Go, jo- Johnny Gargano, uh, El Hio del Fantasma. Book it. There you go. <laughs> Book it, and that was NXT. Um, and that was Wednesday night, and that was the show. That was everything, yeah. Oh my God, that was everything. Almost Mike, everything. Well, almost everything, of course. Like you said, there is time for only one more thing. That is the wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week. Of the week. The wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. The wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. The wrestler of the week. A lot of action. A lot of tag action this week. Did you feel? Did you feel that? Uh, yeah, there's always there's always tag action. There's always tag action. Mike, I'm going to throw your <laughs> way first. Who do you have for your wrestler of the week? Well, this person, they've been on a roll. They're in strong contention for a wrestler of the year right now. And, uh, you know, they got the job done. They got all the gold. They are the boss. Sasha Banks. Sasha Two Belts. I'm going to give it to her. Of course you, you know, of co- I know the controversial may. finish, uh, but uh, I'm just happy she got that belt. I love her. She's great. She's been working hard. Hard working kid. Nice to uh, nice nice to see them out there. Um, I am going to flip. What show was that on? That was on Monday Night Raw. So we're not talking. We're not talking Raw. We're talking Wednesday night. But uh, we are still talking some women's action because I got to say I think probably my favorite match of the week was the opening tag match um, on NXT. And out of all four of those women, uh, just because uh, she's the champ, I'm gonna throw it Io Shirai's way. All right. Yeah, she had a great showing as well, and uh, yeah, she looked great. Yes, old. I, remember, I forgot to. Yeah, Rhea Ripley showed up at one point as well with new bleach blonde hair. Oh yeah. What she, <laughs> when was the last time we saw her? I don't know. She kind of picked on Robert Stone for a bit, and uh, yeah, she hasn't really done anything. Okay. Anyway. Well. Yeah. We'll see. She's kind of in limbo right now. Very much in limbo. You know, former champ, strong. Now, does she go back for? Does she go back for the belt? Yeah, it's either go back for the belt or you know main roster sooner or later. You would have to think main roster, especially with Charlotte. Maybe that's what they did. So Charlotte's gone. So they yeah. dyed Rhea Ripley's hair blonde. They're gonna <laughs> move her over to Raw, and then just kind of in, like hopefully somebody flicking past a channel won't realize it's not Charlotte, and just like and stop because yeah. like oh shit, Charlotte's back on TV, and then by then they already have their viewership. So uh, it's all good, you know. Five seconds—that's all you need, and then you're officially—you've officially, you've officially <laughs> viewed it. Yeah, that's all the ratings count. For. That's, all. <laughs> that's all the ratings count for, and that's all the time we have for the podcast this week. Remember, rate, review, like, and subscribe because we're everywhere, you know. Oh yeah, baby. the podcast is everywhere. Um, Cameron Grimes, let's go, babe. Let's go, babe. Cameron Grimes, let's go, Raptors, go, Leafs, go, Raptors, go, go, go Leafs, go. Uh, yeah, Lakers tonight. Um, sports, baby. Sports, baby, and sports entertainment. And sports entertainment, mostly. Okay, folks, take care of yourself. I'll talk to you later, Mike.